Welcome to the Art Chatter Podcast, a fortnightly window into the working lives of two artists, Karen George and Gaynor Leverett Jakes. Join us for our chats as we mix up friendship and art and inspiration for artists and art lovers alike. Welcome along to episode 38 of Art Chatter, where this time Gaynor and I will be reflecting back on the things that actually went well this year. Yeah, I think we should, because even though if you turn on the radio, don't turn on the radio or the TV for news, don't, yeah. just don't do it. We haven't looked at the news for ages. No, don't, because it's honestly, it's doom and gloom. But in amongst all of that, People are still lovely, people still visit us, and things still went well. So today we are thinking about all the nice things. We're going to be all warm and fluffy today, Karen, aren't we? <laughs> Let's do cuddles. <laughs> oh my. What do you think? I think it's You can tell idea. I've had to sleep, can't you? You can, I've you look bright, bright and cheerful. <laughs> There's no stopping you. <laughs> the last couple of episodes... Um, were during manic painting time. I was going to say paint-a-thon. Yeah, and um, finishing off things. And I think poor Karen looked in the on the screen and thought, well, Casper the ghost is opposite me. Um, <laughs> no, you, your colour's back in your face. You're looking fine. <laughs> I've slept. And actually, Karen has also done the marathon of art trails, got a couple of those behind her, and has also slept a bit. I have. So bright and breezy, aren't we? So that's a win. It is. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So um, what you've been winning at life at this week, Karen? Well, after I would say a dry patch, painting sales wise, Mm. and we all go through them. Oh, yeah. I've had a couple of events where it's almost addressed addressed the balance. So it's been... wow. Fabulous. And it's and it's so nice when someone comes in and loves your work and, mm. you know, actually sort of buys it. And it's not that I had forgotten that, because, it, you know, it's only a couple, you know. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I mean, I've been sort of obviously, you know, selling bits and pieces, but, you know, to actually have new work that you've done yeah. being bought... That is really fantastic. So I've got more events coming up. So I'm hoping that sort of trend upwards will keep on going. And yeah, Yeah. I'll have a really good Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, let's hope, hey. (laughs) But it might not. You know, you just Mm. have to go with the flow of these things. And I think that's what we've always been is we've been doing it long enough now that we're more measured. We don't have massive peaks and troughs in our attitudes or anything like that. It's Mm. fairly even but it's it is still really lovely when you do sell oh absolutely there is there's nothing like it because knowing that somebody 
wants to look at a piece of your work day in, day out. Actually, I think that's, you know, that that's life-affirming, really. It's like, well, that's what I do this for, and you like it. Hooray! Yeah. You know, that is, it is a lovely, lovely feeling. But they're not the only wins. I mean, selling work is obviously, yeah. you know, why we actually go to an art trail or a gallery or whatever. But we don't necessarily paint to sell. No, no. At least I don't. <clears throat> No, and I, I know don't. you don't either. I, don't um, I mean, I, well, what I mean to say is I know some people do. And I think that probably takes away from the joy of the painting. Hmm. So, so if you're painting purely to sell, do you then paint something that you think other people will like? Because I don't think that then um, is something that really I suppose, what, what, feeds your soul. What, oh God! What would you say? What, what would you say if um, yeah. you know if you've just painted something yeah. purely because you think it was sell, and then you have to chat about it about what's what's the inspiration yeah. behind it? Well, I thought it would sell. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you'd like it. Yeah. Give me your money. <laughs> oh no! It doesn't work like that, does it? No, I would say this. This last weekend, I've just mm. finished the Cam Valley Arts Trail, and yeah. I opened up my studio, mm. and. For me, it was a really good win in terms of I had people come into my studio purely to see what I do in my studio. I mean, the number of people, I think, that will be um, building studios in their garden (laughs) after seeing mine. (laughs) Because when I say, when I say, well, we built this ourselves, we designed it and then we built it. We went to the woodyard and we bought the wood and this, that and the Mm. other. Mm. And some people were saying, so did you need planning permission for this? Or And I was talking about permitted development and all this. And, oh, you have a look on the website and you'll see all the you know rules and regulations. Um, but it was so nice them coming around because you're able to have, well, I was lucky that they all came in like sort of a steady trickle, if that's the way. So I'd have maybe two or three yeah. people in and I was able to yeah. chat with them. And then maybe a couple more would come in and maybe one or two would go out and I would have this overlap, you know, so so people on their own, an overlap period, people on their own, overlap. And so it meant that I was able to, I was able to chat to um, people and find out what they're doing and explain my process and show them my art books. And I even Mm. had somebody... um, did like little little video clips around the studio and took photographs oh. and then on sto- my store her stories she put down so great to meet the you know something like the insanely creative Karen George Art Ooh, and that's I thought nice. isn't that really lovely to yeah. um, be described other than it might be she'd written the insane Karen George Art well but <laughs> I didn't like to say <laughs> but maybe but when I get chatting you do you do get really um engrossed in sort of just chatting about yeah. what interests you maybe I chatted yeah. too much but maybe not <laughs> well it was a successful weekend and people seem happy so yeah. it's a win yeah absolutely yeah, that's lovely I love that people came to your studio and wanted to build one I know. And that's a whole new episode of this is what we did next. <laughs> <laughs> I think some people were talking about buying kits. And mm. I said, well, we couldn't afford to buy a kit. Yeah. And I said, you know, um, the dimensions are based on how long the wood lengths were in the, in yeah. the wood yard. You know, that's how it yeah. dictated it. And this is yeah. why it's this high. And this is why, you know, I've built it like this. Yeah. 
and and also saying things like, if I was doing it again, I would have you know a slightly yeah. sloping wall for painting. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Very slightly, because I know you work off a massive easel, don't you? I do. And yeah. so you've got that angle. I've got already. the tilt. Yeah. That's it. Whereas I haven't. I mm. mean, I find it fine, but if it was just slightly angled, it'd be even better. But I, do you know how you can get around that? Just as a top tip, if you just put a button underneath, mm-hmm. um, like a couple of buttons that clip on. Yeah. You can actually get a bit of a tilt because if you're I just if you're hanging to, yeah. at the top and then have a button at the bottom it just kind of lifts it out I should maybe give that a go but mm. at the moment the way I've got it strapped on is a bit like using mirror plates on the back of my oh, cradled yes. panels and so they're yep. flat against the wall and mm. it is good but I just have to get down yes. on my knees and do the bottom bits yeah. <laughs> And I'll, I'll tell you what else I've seen. I think um, Louise Fletcher's studio, um, because I think she did a bit of a studio tour at some stage. Um, she's got like nails or screws or something in kind of patterns. Like a grid, so isn't that, it? Yeah, a grid pattern. Thank you. <laughs> um, so that when she gets to a bit that's too low, she can just lift up to a higher mm. My studio is not big enough to lift it up. No, I know, I know. Nor's mine. Easel (laughs) is the the way to go for me. (laughs) Because every bit of wall space... Actually, as much wall space as possible is glass in my studio because it's in not the brightest corner. Mm -hmm. It gets a lot of good sunlight, but not direct sun. I think that's probably good, actually, though. Yeah, it is. It's great, but it means that I need as much window as possible. I, or as many I've, windows as possible. Let's, I've, let's got skylight, properly, I've got a skylight. I've got a skylight. I was going to say a skylight in my roof, but that's obvious. Skylight, but mm-hmm. I had to put like a film on it. To stop the glare. To stop the glare, because it would come in yeah. and it would shine directly like a panel of light onto my painting. Yeah. And I couldn't see, couldn't see what I was doing. <laughs> so I put this panel, you know, this, this um, opaque, um, yeah, sticky, sticky back plastic sort of stuff. Mm. And it Blue Peter. solved it. It was, yeah. Blue Peter yeah. trick. And yeah. it was all right. So what's your, what's your, what wins are you considering sort of? I've slept. Whoop. I'll take that <laughs> as a win. Um, my win is I, as you know, was offered this um, exhibition in July, August, August. August. It wasn't it long. Was. <laughs> it wasn't long. <laughs> And for November, from November, all through November, December and January, um, my work will be hanging at the Square Club in Clifton and Bristol, which is a really nice venue, which you know because you've, you know, you're going to be there already in Mm -hmm. May next year. Yeah. And so this was one of the things that I was concerned about. If you haven't listened to the podcast from a few weeks ago, I was like, Karen, I can't do that place before you. And she was like, yeah, you can. Just get on with it, woman. Um, (laughs) So anyway, so I had two months. And also because I work in oils and oil and cold wax, I had even less time with some paintings because they had to be dried for at least a month before they were framed and hung. Mm -hmm. So I kind of thought, I can do this. And I literally worked. I mean, I loved everything every second so it isn't a complaint at all 
but I don't think I cooked once. My lovely husband was able to just kind of go, there's food on the table now. Eat, and I would sit down yeah. and eat and go, thank you, bye. Um, so very, very lucky that I had so much support from him. Um, but literally spent many, many of my waking hours in the studio, which was blissful, but tiring. Oh my goodness, my feet ached some days. <laughs> I'd come in and go... I need a mineral bath because my feet are aching so much. In dramatic style. But I I saw your newsletter and Mm. you very much had a win. I did. I am so chuffed. So they're all done. They're all at the Square Club. They're all hanging, photographed on the website and made a flippy book. Yeah, I know. And flippy book is the best bit. And I have to say, so many people were looking at it. The website crashed. <laughs> it did. I was like, oh, no. I kept going. But I'm going to take that as a win as well because people were looking at it. Yeah, because I got about maybe three pages in and then it crashed. And so I went back out again and I went back in about three pages in and it crashed. And I yeah. thought, I know mm. there's more. I know there's more here. And I went back on yeah. and then it was like third time lucky. And I thought, brilliant. I can actually see it. Yeah, I was very lucky. So what what I actually did was I've made a brochure of the paintings, mainly to take with me to other art trails so I can say this is also available. Mm -hmm. And I'm one for my mum because she's 300 miles away. And of course, your mum needs pictures of what you've done. Yeah. I'm still kind of show and tell, (laughs) no matter how old we get. Um, So made this little book up of... Some of the the pictures are actually um, from Smartist. You know, I did actually do the in-situ pictures because people, I just thought it would add more to it. Yeah. Um, And created this little book, which I have to say took forever, but, well, no, it took an afternoon, Um, but fiddling about remembering the names. Remembering the names. I forgot all the names. I was like, which one's which? Anyway... Um, so that was all done. Got a PDF of it. And the flippy book literally uploaded the PDF. Yeah. Said, make a flippy book. And it made a flippy book. So, so for people what? who are like wondering what I'm ranting on about, it's a PDF where the, book, the pages actually turn. And if you've got your sound up, it also does a, a page turning sound. Very nice. What, what app did you use? What program, software? The software, I had to actually join it. Um, it's called designer with a double R dot IO. Designer. Design er, er, right. dot IO. I will put that in the link. So designer. I can't dot even remember how to spell it. IO. IO. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think it was something like $25 for the year or something similar. Okay. It wasn't mega expensive because I think I'll use it again. I know I'll use it again. Um, and I think it was worth it to be able to, because a lot of the people that I've sold to previously are not local, yeah. don't necessarily live in the UK either. So wanted to make sure that they got a flavour of the work, not just flat on my website, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So that's a win. If nothing sells, I've got a flippy book. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> happy little bunny. Aww. Anyway, so... Yes, I am very, very grateful um, for the help of my my bestie, Kerry, as well, 
because she turned up two days running and just went, right, I'll help you label things. Just move aside, woman. <laughs> Let me help. It's like, okay. Because at that stage, I'd lost the um, ability to write or speak, I think. Yeah. So, which will surprise you, I have no doubt. Anyway, so that's my exciting win recently. There's I loads think, more. Yeah, I mean, there are loads. Me. I mean, I was thinking this sort of time of year, apart mm. from all your um, sort of sales that you do and um, I don't know, sort of sort of thinking ahead, mm. you know, is there a point where you sort of stop? I mean, I'm just thinking, I don't really sort of necessarily think about all the wins now. I think yeah. of the wins, I wait, it's almost like I have a deadline date. It's almost yes. like I get to the middle of December and I think, yep. right, I'm not doing anything else until January. Art, yeah, art-wise until January. I'm, I'm having mm. a, like a two-week window where it yeah. is where I sort of look back and think, right, that was a win, that was, you know, this, mm. whatever. Because sometimes you forget to congratulate yourself almost. I'm, I know that I'm sort of doing things like um, booking workshops earlier for next, you know, mm. in terms of getting it all organised now for next year. So that's We've a win. We've booked Peacock Arts Trail for October 2023. I don't think I've ever been so organised <laughs> because the dates aren't even out yet. And I'm like, yes. No, we can't even register yet, have we? But we've got no. the venue sorted. We've <laughs> got the venue sorted and it's in the diary. Yeah. That's a, that's a good thing for us to do, you know. It's amazing. Yeah. 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 Um, so when you stop in December, mm -hmm. what do you do then <clears throat> if you do do reflections? Well, I make sure that I've got a notebook. Ooh. And I go back through my notebooks and actually write down. I tr Each week what I try to do is write down what I've achieved so mm. that I don't forget. Because it's so easy yeah. to berate yourself, isn't it? Sort of like... Oh, I haven't done this and I still have got to do that. And, oh, I should, I should have. You know, it's so easy, but you forget that, mm. oh, I managed to book this or I've updated all my, you know, gift vouchers on the website or I've, yeah. um, you know, finished so many paintings. Or, or for me, most of the times in terms of not doing things, it's I haven't got myself organised. I've not done like a schedule of paintings. I've written them down and I've got them in a book, mm. but I haven't got a schedule sort of saying where they are or anything like that. Mm. And I know they're sold because I've written sold, you know, and where they're sold. But, you know, I'm sure there's a, a spreadsheet way that would make it far easier for me to manage than looking, yeah. th looking through a book and thinking, right, where was that painting again? I know I yeah. wrote it down and things. Yeah. But it's things you don't do, but in terms of what you do, you have done. It's like, how many sketchbooks have you filled? Have you started experimenting with different materials? Have you... Mm. All these little wins. Did you meet yeah. any interesting artists during the year? Oh, lovely. People that inspired you to try different things. Mm. You know, and... You know, all those sort of little wins. I, I don't suppose it's like... Things that are positives, aren't they, rather than wins? Little positives. Yeah. But it is. It's, it's the positives, those little the drip feed that keeps you going yeah you know the things like i met two or three new artists this year 
that I know I will keep in touch with forever. Hmm. And, you know, to add to that little list is just absolute because, you know, I hold my friends very dear. And, you know, look, you know, I will do my best for all my friends. Yeah. The same as you will. You know, you do anything for them. And so to add a couple of people into that group, it's quite a big deal. Mm. It is quite a big deal to find a couple of people that you think, actually, you're so special. And I think amongst the artist community, that's very easy. It's very easy to find good people that you want to keep in touch with. And the people that are worth making an effort for. But also it's probably quite um, important to not to be so busy to not acknowledge that to yourself. Mm. Yeah. Because sometimes you really do get on with artists and Mm. it may be that life is just so busy that you don't actually reconnect where you would really be good if you did. Yeah, absolutely. Um, even if it's just a message on Instagram, you know. Yeah. And yeah. that sort of thing. I think it just builds yeah. that rapport and builds that friendship. Yeah. So just having those sort of positive, yeah, positive people around you and that inspiration around you mm. can only be a win, really. Absolutely. And I do think in the artists, you know, in this community... People are generally lovely and very caring. You know, if you're creative, most creatives are giving people. You know, they've got something warm about them. Even if they're shy or retiring or anything else, there's a definite warmth to creatives. So or everybody actually, pat yourselves on the back for being lovely. <laughs> no, it, but it's true, isn't it? You know, people are... I know Estette said at the start, people are good. But they are. You know, we're, we're very, very lucky that, we, you know, when we, you, you only need to turn a corner in an art trail and you meet another smiling face and it's genuine. Yeah. You know, people are interested. That's the other thing is when, when people are creative, I think you go for a walk with a creative person and they see more. They see you know, the shapes in the clouds and the trees and, oh, look at that and look at this. And so life becomes more engaging and the little things mean more because you notice them and it's actually quite precious. And so to see that reflected, like in your paintings, I can see a beautiful painting behind you and there's a pale blue sky um, and there's... um, Let me see, there's some lovely pale sand colours and deeper sand and then there's some blues and then there's a big black cloud over to the right-hand side. And not everybody would see all of those things. Yeah. They might just look out and go, oh, it's nice out today, but there's a cloud coming over the horizon. (laughs) (laughs) And take a photograph, All of those layers, you know... That's what gives the the work depth, is seeing beyond the obvious. Sorry, I've gone off on a real tangent Yeah, yeah, real tangent. I do apologise, do apologise. No, but it is is interesting that we often see, you know, value in the small things. Mm. When I do a, you know, the little sketchbook, you know, walk and sketch, where Mm. all you're doing is learning to see. Yeah. 
and taking the time to actually notice. Yes. Everybody, everybody could do that, though. You know, when you walk to the shops, yeah, just notice a few but it's things. taking the time. Yeah, making that conscious and decision. Think, yeah, and I think that's what creative people do so well, is they look for the detail, they look for the good in the day. Mm. And I think that's a win that not everybody has. But though, you know, there are times when, as a creative, you could be find it difficult to find the good in the day. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, my goodness. So yeah. many times. But I think if you're having a, a bad day in the studio or anything, just go out and do something else. You know, walk out and, you know... That's the time to absolutely switch off. Walk away, go for a walk, get read some, a book, yeah, do get anything some, yeah. that, you know, have a bath that just is self-soothing. You just need to look after yourself at that point mm. because there's nothing worse than berating yourself. Actually, sometimes we're just tired and we need to stop. yeah. And that's that's also a good thing. That's also a really good thing. I anyway. Have, yeah, sorry, I have to say, yeah. while, while you're talking, I was just sort of looking at the microphone and things, and it reminds yes. me of, at the weekend, I had someone oh. that came in, and obviously you've got all your studio stuff around, and I had mm. my, the microphone <laughs> sticking out the back, and the comment was, <laughs> oh, do you do karaoke too then? <laughs> I said, and I went, no, 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 we do art, ch art chatter, blah, 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 I do a podcast, etc. And I sort of furnish them with the necessary leaflets. Have a listen. And I thought, I am, just have to say, I am not a karaoke person. I would oh, please curl up and cringe if I had to do anything like that. It's not me. Oh, my goodness. No. But I thought no. it's, that is brilliant. That's so, so nice. So funny. I always think there's, there's so much bravery in singing in public. Mm. You know, this is um, for people who are listening and don't realise that the, the the theme tune, is it called a theme tune? The opening song, the closing credit song? Yeah. Whatever. Of the, pod, of the podcast, corrected. that is. Of the podcast for us mm -hmm. is um, My Child, Benjamin. He's um, also called Ben Leverage Jakes. But he's been singing in public since a very young age because he loves it i don't know whose child he is weird <laughs> it's honestly i used to stand there and nearly be sick on his behalf because i think how can he stand there and just be so vulnerable really mm. now that's that's a gift I, I mind you i can't sing anyway but then so. we but then we're we're putting ourselves out on this podcast and in a way that is yeah. sort of revealing more i mean i think it it's is. it's great when you get questions and things coming in from other artists yes and um, um do you want to talk about the lovely comments we had this week from oh we we um, had a chap called david millard who said he really enjoyed the podcast hello and, david yeah and it, but he he asked us about um the mediums we use in terms of yeah did we actually use watercolour? Mm. And I had a look at his Instagram page and he produces, um, he sort of captures Norfolk scenes in a yeah. with a nostalgic feel. So go and yeah, have a look at him. He's gentle. on, he's um, David Millard Art. So go and mm. have a look and sort of see how it is, what his work's like. But it is totally at the other end of the spectrum compared to me. Tempest mm. is all soft and gentle. And, yeah, it is. And then you've got sort of the big brash, you know, acrylics and I suppose oils mm. and cold wax. Um, mm. and, but David asked, do I use watercolour? And I have to say, 
only when I'm on holiday, really. Yeah. To, I use them in my sketchbook mm. um, just to give a feel of colour or, or um, so yeah, just to sort of liven up a sketch maybe. Um, yeah. I have used them in mixed media, but mm. more loose, sort of to start yeah. with, on really heavy, heavy watercolour paper, mm. um, which I then use other mediums on top. But yeah. Watercolours, I've always found, require you to know what you're doing in the first place in terms of... Are you saying you don't know what you're doing? <laughs> it's more <laughs> that I'm not patient. I, mean, I think it's yeah. just the process I use. I My, my compositions evolve. Yeah, um, absolutely. And acrylic allows that to happen. Whereas watercolour, I would have to retain the light. I'd have to know mm. where it was really broadly where it was going to be to start with. And I... Yeah. I don't know that at the start. I don't consider, yeah. I don't have the composition in mind when I'm starting. So mm. watercolours don't lend themselves to the process I use. No. And also, I haven't acquired the skills to be a watercolourist. <laughs> I haven't acquired the patience to be a watercolourist. Um, I, there's something really detailed and beautiful about many watercolours that really draw me in. I love and admire people who can who can paint with watercolours because everything I do seems to be a big sweep of the arm. Even on small boards or canvases, I have a loud voice <laughs> about me, I think. And, I, I, you know... Um, you know, you look at Catherine Beale art. I was just um, about to award, say, were you? exactly the same. I was going to say, but if you look at hers, they're not wishy-washy. Absolutely not. They are There's really a real depth of vibrant. Colour. And she, yeah. I mean, she does, um, Catherine's known for her portraiture. She does yes. lots of commissions there, but she also does landscapes um, yeah. around the Bath area. Mm. And the colours she uses, and yeah, she uses it really beautiful. flowing. Um, yeah work you know it's I think she uses um a process called gravity gravity mm. watercolors or I can't remember the term she uses um mm. but really interesting effects and colors and then she brings in sort of more detail where it's need you know where, where it's needed yeah really yeah. really beautiful and vibrant but yeah. yet I'm sure she's got a composition or maybe maybe she doesn't. It'd be interesting to sort of chat to her to sort of find out if she Absolutely. has a composition in mind when she starts, mm. or whether she knows how the paint works to actually let it do its thing, and then yeah. is inspired by what's there, yeah, um, and manages to retain the bits that she wants, you know. Yes. Yeah. Whereas mine just end up being really overworked and um not fresh at all i lose the light yeah i mean when i've worked in watercolors and i absolutely do love them i still gravitate towards the same colors mm -hmm. um lots of purples and teals and um greens so beautiful strong deep colors but i can't mix them as well as i want to Oh, right. I think that's the difference. Whereas with oils and with acrylics, I mix and mix and mix. I haven't learned to mix watercolours as well as the other mediums. I do like watercolours for glazing 
not on my actual yes. work because yes. sort of doing a glaze of one colour, then a glaze of another over it, and then you get obviously the mix, the visual mix yeah, between the absolutely. two. Absolutely. I think yeah. that's good. And on mixed media pieces, I think that works well. Yeah, quite much. Rather, th- rather than watercolours, I tend to go towards ink because yeah, I too. find it's um, easier to control. Yeah. Um, it doesn't totally go off and um, what I call cauliflower, sort of if you poke it too much. It doesn't do yeah. that as much as watercolour does. Again, it's because mm. I'm not patient. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm... and, you know, you have to have your hairdryer ready with me to, to dry it off a bit so that I can... But I actually, I've loved that cauliflower effect. Oh, it can if be really mean, good. It's quite that clouding that it does. It's beautiful. But I would literally do a painting just of that, of, of like <laughs> 25 clouding bits and never get anything else done. <laughs> oh, let's face it. <laughs> so maybe we should do a challenge. <laughs> the watercolour challenge. Mm. You know, maybe a sketchbook challenge for that. Just yeah, do one um, here. Yeah. No. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do... I wouldn't do... Oh. Many. Oh, if you could see Karen's face now, it's like, just like no. no. I suppose at the moment I'm really itching to get back in, you know, painting again after sort of the studio's still sort of mm. laid out for visitors. I need to sort yes. of clear stuff away and just get the paints out. And I'm just yeah. so really into that. And I think that's the thing at the moment. I'm not in a let's explore a different materials phase. I'm in a yeah. No. I want to paint with my acrylics phase. I think that's a hunker down time where you start playing with other things. It's quiet time. Yeah. When do you do that? Between Christmas and New Year. Oh, you actually do that during the, during the actual well, two-week period? If I get quiet times and I can just sneak off for an hour, then that's the time. You've only got time really to do something small or play. But that's quite... a it's quite a meditative thing to do, I think. Because I know, so yeah. I might I might use um, um, pastels or something like that. So stuff that I don't use in everyday work. Yeah. On a constant basis, you know, purely a pastel painting. I mean, a pastel picture. Yeah. Um, drawing or whatever. Um, so that's the time I perhaps experiment, especially if, like last year, um, Ben and, and his partner Lois. Um, gave me some absolutely gorgeous um, new palette knives that w- were different shapes. Yeah. And I just, I did actually go out and just use them, creating different shapes at one point, just to see what they did. So it's that sort of playing yeah. that I do for only like an hour or so, but just kind of go, oh, I've got to use this. If you get something new for Christmas, you've got to go and play with it, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry totally. for using the C word, but by the time this is published... It'll be nearly there. <laughs> mm. We'll we'll be into the preparation time then. Um, so, I want to ask what this week holds for you. This week, it's just getting life in balance now because yeah. in about a week's time, I'll be then heading into quite an intense period of sales. sales. So, mm. I'll be... Um, I've got a totter down art trail coming up. Yeah, we're both doing that one, aren't we? Yeah. Um, though you're doing it through the Visual Arts Association, aren't you? I am doing it through the Visual Arts Association. I'm very excited. I joined them a few months ago and I'm working with 
Um, a very lovely mentor, um, Karen. And I can't say her surname. Anyway, I'll put it in the notes. Yeah. But Karen is just fabulous. Is, is and Karen she's part of the visual? Did you meet your mentor through the yes. visual arts? Yes. She's, ah. um, she does. In fact, they give a lot of free talks that you can um, see through Eventbrite. Lots and lots of information. One of them recently was kind of how to get gallery ready, which I think is still on their website. Um on YouTube or whatever, yeah. but it's definitely worth a look because two gallerists are actually speaking. Um, but Karen works and has worked as a gallerist, as an auctioneer for Sellers Sotheby's. So she's she's very well versed in what artists needs to pre- need to present themselves. And is is the um, mentor bit? Is it included in the membership, or is it something that you've chosen to do? It's, it's something that I've chosen to do because I very strongly believe in accountability calls and um, mentorships. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's one of the reasons why I offer mentoring to other artists. Yeah. Um, because I think it holds you accountable, it stretches you, it makes you think of other things because it's very easy to get stuck in a rut. For me, I'm not saying for everybody, but for me it's very, very easy to kind of just keep plodding, doing my own thing. When actually, I want to think about doing alternatives. It could be I want to try different paint styles or I want to, you know, further my, where I show things. And so very luckily, Karen has, um, is curating at the Shakespeare pub in Totterdown and actually has arranged for a six-month residency for th- me and three other artists to be there um, following on from the arts trail. So that's something, that's an opportunity I wouldn't have got otherwise. But that's you keep, yeah, I was going to say, that's you joining something and being open to things coming along as well. Yeah. Because you mentioned the Visual Arts Association to me ages ago Mm. and I thought, well, I'm already a member of the artist information company i think it's a yeah and um i don't use that enough in Mm. terms of i use it for my insurance basically (laughs) just but i don't use that enough but there are things like bursaries and things like that on that through that organization you can apply for yeah so just that's a a real sort of um reminder i think to not just there's, get sort of stuck in your way. Yeah, there's a lot out there, not just with a-n.co.uk or whatever it's called, um, and the Visual Artists Association, which are both, I think both offer insurance, both offer advice. Um, but there is so much more free information that we can easily access. And it's it's very much worth, especially if you have got quiet time and you think, oh, I don't really want to go in my studio but you could look at a video of somebody else explaining what they do. You know, there's, there's loads mm. of information. You know, Alice Sheridan, Louise Fletcher, um, there are other artists who give, give, give. Kelly Wynn Studios mm-hmm. um, and our lovely friend in Australia, whose name escapes me. Laura Horn. Thank you, Laura Horn. I, I... So all of those people as well. I did a um, a free. I attended a free webinar with Helen Perry. Yes. I think. 
Yes. And that was a link you, you sent through for me. Yeah. And she does courses which are really quite affordable, uh, yeah. know, one-off courses. I mean, she was doing things about, um, I think, s- selling in terms of on social media or emails, yeah. how to better write yeah. a post, what to include, yeah. in, a, in a, how to create a reel, what was not wrong with some reels or what how they could be better basically so she yeah. she had a couple of examples from people on the call which i thought was really brave of people to do that mm. and then so she played the original and then she said okay what do you think's missing and people would put things in the That's chat a, a call to action and then um some of it was as basic as what's the price <laughs> or you know where you get <laughs> or it what's from the point you know, where you get it yeah. from and things like that. Um, and generally it was a lot of the videos were more building trust than actually yes. promotion. So right. people were um, having too much, if you think of a balance between doing trust building um, information about who you are, what you do, versus yeah. actually I've got this for sale. Yeah, People were doing... 99% of the trust building, but thinking some of that was the sales side. The sales pitch. And not realising, mm. actually, no, that was still trust building. Yeah. But sort of just, you know, the marketing side, you know, that people yeah. were struggling with. Yeah. So maybe that's another thing for another website, uh, another podcast, another time. Yeah. The sort of marketing side. It's true. And I think, you know, one of the things I took away or take away from Helen Pope she has a very, very good podcast. It's not necessarily art-specific, but that's actually a good thing, I think. Um, oh, she got a podcast she, as well, did you yeah, say? Yeah, she's got a... Yeah, oh, right. yeah. Um, she's fabulous. Um, but one of the things she says is, get to the point. You know, m- make one point and make it. You know, properly let people know what you're talking about. And that could be, go and buy something go and look, go and register, or say hello. You know, it could be as basic as yeah. that, you know, but you, you make a point and let people know how mm. to respond. Oh, we've gone totally off tangent this time, haven't we? We have. God, Karen, yeah. you're a terrible no. influence. <laughs> no, all these, things, all these things are things when you're thinking about wins and reflecting. Mm. Mm. You could say, these are my wins, but what are the things I'd like to do? And you could have a list of these things when you get half an hour free that you could investigate. Yeah. So you could could have names like Helen Perry Down. You could yeah. have all these visual arts association. Mm. You could, and actually have a look at them if you haven't mm. come across them before, sort of yeah. research them. Yeah, for sure. Just get a bit of background. So, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's Karen Van Hoy Smith. Well done. I think you brave pronounce it. I <laughs> braved saying it because I know how it's written, mm-hmm. but because um, the the pronunciation is slightly different, I don't want to insult anybody by saying the name wrong. So, um, because I know mine's well, fingers crossed, got wrong all the time. Yeah, fingers yes. crossed, it's all okay, and you've yeah. Well, she, she won't listen. It's fine. Yeah, but she's fab. Yeah. Full of energy, full of verve and vigour and knowledge. So yeah. it's great. So actually, just talk to somebody who's enthusiastic and that'll get you going for the day. 
You're right there, Karen. Yeah, yeah. I was just checking. I can see that, frowny face. Yeah, no. Well, <laughs> I don't know what reason it is today. Trying to get things sorted on technology-wise, I feel as if I'm failing completely. But it, hopefully, it will all be all right. <laughs> it could be a full moon, or Mars in retrograde, or Mercury uh, doing a handstand or something, couldn't it? So. I don't know. I think it's because it, it feels a while since I actually sort of recorded something on the laptop. Yeah, and um, it's a bit like anything. If you don't use it enough, you often forget the how-to. Yes. And you need Absolutely. to write, almost write it down. Do this, do yeah. this, do this. And have yeah. that somewhere where you'll find it. Because that's the other well, thing. Well, that's the thing. The memory has gone. So, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Good luck with that one. Uh, right. Well, very quickly before mm-hmm. we go, I'm going to um, encourage people. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a Helen Perry here. Um, if you'd like to subscribe to either Karen or my website you can see what we're doing on a regular basis. And Karen is karengeorgeart.co.uk. Is that right? That's correct. Well done. Okie dokie. Well done, well done me. I write it often enough. And gainerljart.com. Had to think about that. And we're both on Instagram, which was where you may have found us, but if you haven't, then have a look there. And if you'd like to subscribe to the podcast, you just press the follow button. And please do that because... I have been told it helps with algorithms. Whatever algorithms, yeah, whatever <laughs> algorithms are, yeah. But yeah, but it, apparently it helps other people find us easier. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, so if you'd like to subscribe, please please do. And hello to all our new subscribers because the numbers are going up quite rapidly, and it's lovely to have you along. So thank you. Yeah. No, yeah, we you. enjoy doing this. Yeah. Well, yeah. do you know what? It's a great excuse to have a catch up, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's lovely to see you. We could keep on going for ages and ages, but I think we'll leave it there for you. Yeah, otherwise it will be sort of, God, that podcast goes on for ages. The Marathon Podcast Podcast. So I'm going to say good luck in your organisation before the Arts Trail. Thanks, and and you. And we'll catch up soon. Yeah, lots of love. Yeah, take care. Take care. Bye. Bye. Slam for the slaughter